well, I, you know, and I, I don't have any super, on you know, gimmick thing to do or Facebook sales strategy or any technology stuff. I mean, I just been, I've been in the business for 18 years now. What's up, guys? Sid here. Welcome back to the Agency Nation Radio podcast. Oh, this is a mouthful. Uh, or if you're if it's your very first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're glad to have you here. I'm really excited to introduce you guys to someone who I have never met in real life. Not once. Not shaken his hand. Not looked into his eyeballs. But someone who I have met in real life uh, and known for a, a few years now. A very successful agent from Alabama, Boyd McGee, told me that I need to talk with this guy and I need to share, uh, give him a platform so that he can share some of what makes him awesome. So welcome to the podcast, Clint Ivey. He is a sweet-talking insurance agency owner from the great state of Georgia. He's been an agent for over 18 years and no longer writes accounts for less than 50k. So he's not just talking the talk, he is walking the walk and has walked the walk. Now, the reason that I am super psyched for you guys to hear this conversation is because this is not a look forward. And I think that's what a lot of our podcasts try to focus on. We project, anticipate what's going to happen in the next year, two years, five years, 10 years. This is a look back. This is a back to the basics. You shouldn't be getting wrong if you're already pounding the pavement, and you shouldn't get wrong if you're lo- if you're new to pounding the pavement, if you're starting out. Clint is going to share some of the things, some of the mistakes that he made in the past and uh, how he's how he's solved for those, how he's overcome them. Um, and this is just really raw experience. This is just a guy who's been in it, um, you know, had his hands dirty, sharing some of the, the nitty gritty of, of his experience. So I love it. I, I, I had a blast talking to him. He's a great guy. And I'm really excited for you guys to meet him as well. So let's do it. The fact that you're mentoring some of the younger producers I mean, I guess I'm just curious, like, what are some of the things you're seeing that a couple of them are doing that you wish they wouldn't do? Or maybe what, you know, you look at and you're like, oh, man, I used to do that, too, when I first started out. But now I know I should do it this way. Like, what are some of those things that you're looking at saying, dude, you got to fix this or or you're going to get stuck in the mud sort of thing? It it is good to find you a couple of, uh, you know, type risks that you you know, that, that one, you have markets to write that are successful. And then two, that, um, there's, there's plenty of them to work on, you know, um, and three that you have an interest in, you know, and, and starting out, it's a good thing to pick a couple of those if you can, if you're not, you know, if you're in an area where there's, you know, enough to work on, not, you wrote all eight restaurants and now what are you going to do? You know, if you're, you know, in a smaller town, but it always helps to, to, to have a few things you're focusing on to get started. And then, Second, I say, I tell folks is um, to know even it's hard at a at a at a younger age, uh, uh, I guess in the business, or however many years in the business, you know, and you're not as seasoned, uh, is that walkaway power. And a lot of people get caught on getting information and trying to give somebody a quote, and 
and and the best time to move on from a from a prospect is is the first time you you talk to them you know and a lot of young you know younger producers get bogged down with you know just just offering proposals they get an opportunity and they never really they never really asked enough questions to find out is it really an opportunity or are they just being nice and let them give a free quote you know mm-hmm. and and i think those two things are really important to to try to be more successful at 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 you're having a better closing ratio and working on more stuff that is actually an opportunity that you're going to have a chance to write so your your hit ratio goes up a lot more than if you had a you know 15% hit ratio and you're quoting a lot you're busy and you can't figure out why you can't make it in this business yeah what are some of the things you would ask like if I, if i walked into a restaurant let's say i'm a young producer and I've got the world against me because I don't have a reputation. I don't really have the knowledge yet. I'm, I'm new. I'm, you know, two or three years in, so I don't have that expertise, but I'm really passionate about the restaurant business and, you know, got somehow hooked up with this person who's the owner of, of this particular, you know, taco shop or something. So I walk in, how do I know based off that conversation this taco shop guy's in or out. Like, what, what does that look like? What, what am I asking him? Yeah, any business owner, I think, you know, you, you want to, uh, first thing you want to do is kind of ask um, what I used to always ask is after some rapport and talking to him, say, you know, um, I try to, you, you don't want to, I don't ask who the agent is because that gets personal for him, but I, it's okay yeah. to ask, um, I ask, uh, you know, hey, what is, so what insurance company has been, have you been um, insured with? You know, who's handling your insurance? The, what company is it now? And they, they don't mind telling you that if it's Travelers or, you know, uh, Liberty or whoever, they'll say that, that they don't mind. Yeah, I've been with Travelers Insurance. They're on my policy. Okay, well, you know, how long have you been with them? Well, if they say it's been, well, I've been with Travelers seven, eight years. Well, right there, you know, they've been with the same agent seven or eight years, you know, if it hadn't changed with travelers. And so that that's a good lead in question, you know, to find out, oh, well, you've been there a long time. I guess, you know, tell me about that. I mean, are you just super happy with travelers? Is I guess you've been with the same agent the whole time, too. You know, tell me, yeah, that's so and so. That's Mike Smith. You know, he's handled my well. I mean, tell me about Mike. I mean, is there a special relationship there? It looks like, you know, you've been with him eight years, you know, to tell me what's going on or there's some things you know tell me what's not working and he might you know say nothing's not working or he ask about claims or but you want to find out pretty quick the longevity you know how long they've been with somebody and if you talk to them and he they say well yeah i've been with you know i've been with auto owners for for you know two years and you say okay well i guess uh you know tell me how that's been why did you move from auto owners and he can tell you about a claim scenario and then you can kind of move from there into you know, well, what happened there? Well, you know, find out was it really the agent or the, or the company? Did he change agencies too, or did he just change companies? You know, try to find a background into what's going on. I mean, last thing you want to do is him give you the information to quote, and his brother-in-law writes the account, you know, and, <laughs> you know, he, he hadn't asked that information, and you never had a shot to begin with. First of all, that's brilliant. I would never have thought to ask the insurance company, you know, first as a lead-in, and it seems like you're basically trying to get the story out of, you know, like what's what's the relationship like between the agent and 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 his business owner? And if it's that's so right. If I, so if you find out that they've been with the agent for a long time, you know, you want to say, okay, well, you know, is that what's the relationship there? You know, is it, did, he, did he write you from the from the start of your business, or you know, tell me, you know, how long you've been, you know, just try to find that out and say, well, I go to church with Mike, or 
our kids, you know, play baseball together or, you know, you're trying to find the relationship or if there's not one. And if there's not one, they say, no, he just called on me and had a good price. And, you know, no one else has really talked to me. I've had one other person look at it or then you can, then you want to, if, if you think there's not a relationship there, that's going to be tough for them to break. You know, you want to then go to the next thing of try to find some, you know, ask the, the questions to get them talking to find out if there is an opportunity. Is the agent not doing some things that maybe you can do, you know, to provide better service, or has there been a review of the coverages in a while? You know, you can find some gaps, you know. Those are the things you want to start once you find out if there's a relationship. If there's a strong relationship, you might have to weigh that out and say, well, sound like, you know, it'd be really hard to get you away from Mike if y'all will go to church together and you've been handling it. And the guy will say, yeah, yeah, some people have tried to quote me, but I I feel bad moving. Well, hey, you found that out right then. That's good. Move on. But if he says, no, no, Mike's had it, but, you know, I'm open to change. I mean, I'm a business person. I, you know, I just know when it, no one's called to me or had anything better or, you know, so then you can start asking some questions to find out where, you know, where, where might be a way you can find a way in to move, you know, the get him to move yeah. the account. You know, the person in that situation, you want to talk, you want to get them talking more than you. You know, that's the whole point is ask, ask questions to get them talking to learn information about, how their coverage has been, how the claim situation has been, how the agents responded. Have they seen him? Maybe they hadn't seen him in five years, you know, just because he's been on it five years doesn't mean they've seen him in five years. You know, just asking open-ended questions because whoever talks the most loses. Hmm. I remember when I was a producer and I, I used to work in my dad's agency, I would go into whether it was a business or, you know, a referral source or whatever. And the thing I wanted most was to be able to quote I just wanted them to tell me, yes, yeah, you can quote it because there are enough people right. who won't even let you do that. And I felt like that was a win. If I could get them to tell me, yeah, quote it, I walked out there and I was like, hallelujah, I just I just wanted to count. Like, that's kind of how I felt. And well, yeah, and you go back is, to the office. Yeah, well, you go back to the office and it makes you look busy and everybody's yes. excited because you got you got some policies and you're getting <laughs> yes. your applications together. And you look like you're doing the thing because you called on so many people and they said, no, thank you. So now you got something. But what turns out is you got something, you got busy work. And the end of the day is looking busy is not going to help you keep your job or make more money. You know, you're better off in having less to work on and having more opportunities to close it. Because if you're spending your time working on people who are letting you quote, doing a lot of quoting, looking real busy. And then at the end of the day, the numbers are what don't lie. And they say, your numbers are terrible. You're just not going to make it in the industry. Mm. Yeah. Do you find that keeping the contact information of people who said, you know, I, I have a strong relationship with my agency. Like for some reason you walked out of there and said, nah, not a good, you know, not a good prospect. Do you feel that like keeping that contact information in your back pocket is a good thing? Like do you ever hit them up every six months and you know, or anything like yeah, that. Or probably just... not every six, every not six months. But if I talk to somebody, it's a great relationship, and Bill's been handling it for two years. You know, I mean, for for yeah. ten years, I might check with him two years later. You know, if if it's a good account and it's something that I have a competitive advantage to write, you know, that I know I have good markets and I might could be competitive on it. You know, um, but I'm not going to hit them every six months if they're happy and it's been a long term relationship. But if I talk to them and you know they've been you know, been with somebody a couple of years, but you know, they're, they're going to, you know, what, what, you know, we're been with them one year, two years, we're going to ride that out. For, I'll check back with them the next year and just say, Hey, how are things still going? You know, 
again, just depends on the relationship there. Once and that's that's key. Once you find out what that relationship is, it depends on how much you want to you know check back with them. So, are you writing? Like, do you have a min a premium minimum at all, or is it is it um, like do you? Yeah, feel like I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I yeah, I mean, I, I'm I, I'm really targeting. I would say you know five thousand re- revenue up accounts. You know, so okay. I mean at least at least thirty five thirty thirty five thousand dollar account. You know, at a minimum. Yep. Yep. What at what point when you were first starting out and I, you know, or me even maybe like some of the guys that you've seen now that you're mentoring, at what point did they start to see those referrals come in? So they built enough of a reputation, enough, of, enough relationships that, you know, word yeah. got around, oh, you know, Clint's a really good guy. You should give him a call back. Like what, what was that tipping point? Um, is it like the amount of people you have to sell? Is it the type of accounts changed and, you know, that certain types of accounts will give you better referrals or more referrals. Like, what does that look like? Well, I think it's, I mean, I think just this industry standard in the business is just three years to see. It, what's unfortunate is in the first couple of years, you need more referrals, you need more help, and you don't get it. And then after three years, it comes easier, but then you made it. You know, you actually, you know, you're going to stick around. So it, it, it's backwards that yeah. way. But I really, you know, your first year, you're just swimming and learning and getting licensed and learning coverages and trying to figure it out. You see, after that, you got about two years of you figured the game out somewhat and you're learning more and you've called on some accounts and you've written a few. And so, you know, after about three years, you've got some, you know, if if you've done enough to continue on to that fourth year, you know, you've written some accounts that have been with you a year or two, you know, when you go on the renewal, it's worth, you know, when you renew it, uh, you know, you got to ask. They're not going to give you referrals unless you unless you ask and you want to just say, hey, I've helped you. You know, there's somebody else you know that that you think um, doesn't have to necessarily be the same industry, but you you know that's got a good business that you think, you know, I might should go talk to. And they'll and people will give you one or two names, yeah, you, but you got to ask or they won't give you, them to you. Yeah, so what is that? Do you, like, have a list you call up or tell – you know, your, your younger producers to call up like, hey, you know, you sold this guy a year ago. So give him a call back if, you know, check back in with him. If he's got somebody great, but, you know, don't call two months after. Um, or, yeah, or do he, Well, the best time to do it is right then. The best time to do it is right then in person, because if you call them, they're like, oh, let me look that up or I'll get back to you. Let me see what I can find out. And they're not going to get back to you. So you got to mm-hmm. when you're doing when you're doing that renewal, you know, visiting them and going over their renewal coverages and they sign up with you again for that second year or whatever and say, hey, you know, I'm glad we worked this out. You know, I was able to move you this company again and catch coverage. Everything going good. You happy with everything looks like? Yeah, it's great. Hey, would you mind giving me uh, a name of somebody, you know, in business, you know, either around here in this business park or do you know somebody that, you know, you think uh, I should call that's got a good business? And while you're sitting in that chair with about, you know, face to face you got a better opportunity than looking up a name. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what about like after you, so let's say, let's go back to taco shop guy. Like I go in, he says, you know what? Yeah. You know, I've asked the open ended questions. I've, I've gotten this info out of him, start to build a little bit of a relationship and get a quote for him at what, at that point, is it smooth sailing? Because you know, you've set it up right. You know, he's a really interested prospect or there's still things that you got to watch out for past that you know first interaction where they could wiggle out of it or you know like you said before right maybe they're getting that information from you to take it to their other agent like is there anything you should be looking out for in that 
past that first interaction, but in that like quoting process that that could help a younger yeah. producer. Yeah, well, once you found out and you look like there's a there's an opportunity on the relationship there, and you think you're gonna go forward, and then so from that standpoint, you're like he's not tied to that agent, so maybe there's an opportunity. So then you want to ask some questions about his service, or has he seen the agent, or coverages, or have they done a review, or claims? Has there been claims issues? And find out if there's any pains or anything that he's you know not necessarily really happy about, and then. Once you've tried to uncover some of that information, you know, okay, well, if I can fix this or I can do that and move forward, is that something that will, you know, we might can work with? Yeah. And then you just kind of, you kind of try to ask him, say, well, hey, would if I can come back with a good number and, and do this, would you be willing to, you know, make it, make the change? I mean, would you be able to, would you be willing to move to me if we kind of, if I came back with a better price, like you said, and, you know, you, you wanted me to, um, you know, do that coverage review for you and pick out any holes. I mean, would you have any problem changing agents to me? I mean, you'd go ahead and ask him right there while you've talked about it and he wants you to quote it and it all sounds good. Just go ahead and ask him then. And he'd say, um, well, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I'd have a hard time leaving, leaving Roger. Oh, okay. Well, I thought y'all weren't tied together. Well, I, you know, or he might say, no, no, I don't, I don't have any problem. If you can do those things and, you know, okay. So if we can do that. If I can do those things, you think we can do business? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you kind of make them state it out loud. Like, hey, I do want to. You kind of just, yeah. yeah. Well, that like, way he's kind of, he's not committed, but he's halfway committed to you. You know, he's, yeah. he's told you verbally he's going to do that. So as you get to the end and he starts quarreling, you can say, oh, well, I thought we talked about it. He's like, yeah, and he's going to think about it. And he'll be, he might say, you know, I did tell that, tell that, that guy that I do that. I, I, I need to go with him or whatever. So it's like breaking the process up for them into baby steps. So you're not asking when you walk in there for them to get married. You're like, hey, do you want to go out on a first date? Hey, do you want to go get a drink? Hey, do you want to? And you just kind of build on it with them until you get to the, hey, yeah, all right. But well, either I'm putting a ring on it, man, or like, <laughs> like, what's going on here? That's kind of what it feels like. Like it's, I don't know, am I wrong in right. that? No, yeah, well, you want to build rapport, and then you want to find out the relationship, and then there's not a relationship, and you find out he's he's interested, and then you find out if he's interested, what is he interested in? You know, is that something that you can help him with? And if that's something you can help him with, then you say, well, hey, maybe we want to maybe we'll, maybe we want to date, like you said, maybe you want to you know give him your jacket or your pump, you know, so hey, if we're gonna do that, well, if I'm gonna do all this work, and that's what you want, are you willing to let's 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 go on the date or let's, you know, let's stay committed boyfriend, girlfriend for a year. You know, that's kind of what you're saying, you know, so you're like, all right, well, you just kind of want to lead up to find out if that's possible. And then if it is possible, go ahead and ask them so they can feel like they're, you know what, you know, I, I, I'll go with this guy if he can do what he says he's going to do. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. If you can come in and save me, you know, 20 percent and and, you know, with better coverages like you're talking about and do that review. And yeah, yeah, I'll do business with you. Mm. So what, how do you, how do you find that niche though? Like, do you have any, like, I mean, when you were first starting out, did you know, let's just take food trucks or taco trucks or whatever for an example here. It's like, where, where do you start? You know, the world is sort of your oyster shell. Do you, do you figure out what you're interested in and go from there? Like, how, what does that look like? How do you sort well, you of need, yeah, I mean, I would guys? find out if there's some things you are interested in writing or, or an underserved industry that no one's really working and talk to some of the other producers, you know, in the agency that, oh, yeah, I write one of those or, 
yeah, we, we got we got a company that can write those. They might not be calling on them, but they might write one. You know, they might write one or two, and they're like, yeah, you, you know, that's a bunch of those. Right, you know, a producer might, you know, write a bunch of other stuff, but he writes, you know, he writes a restaurant too, and he's like, yeah, I got, you know, we I've written this restaurant here for a while, or I've written, you know, I got a taco truck, you know, on the books with this company. You know, find out you want to make sure you got and ask your insurance companies too. I mean. Hey, will you write this niche? Ask them all. Yeah, they buy, and then talk to your marketer. Yeah, we're writing a bunch of those. Or no, we're not writing that. And find out who is, and say, yeah, that's kind of something we're getting track on lately. Well, heck, you know, you got a competitive market, so you got something to go after. Dude, I love it. So, what's what is the number one thing you would tell? Just as a last question here, what's the number one thing you would tell a producer first starting out? Like, if you could go back in time and talk to yourself as a you know, a young producer, what would that letter or that, you know, message look like? Oh, I mean, I think, I really think the number, the number one thing is don't get caught in the practice quoted process. Don't look busy and you can fool yourself that you're really doing something. I mean, just don't get, the, the faster you can walk away from prospects that are, that from suspects that aren't really prospects and the faster you can not let yourself get caught in the um, practice quoting trap. The earlier you can do that, the more successful you'll be quicker. Mm. I love it. Dude, thank you so much for talking to me today. I appreciate it more than you know. Mm -hmm.